Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Sun Sports Football Podcast sponsored by William Hill. I am Derek McGregor. I'm joined by Kenny Miller. Kenny, you had an insight into Sky Sports' production of the old firm game at Celtic Park yesterday. A real insight. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, it was a different sort of working day. We were there from the, the back at 9 o'clock in the morning until they went off air at about half two. Following that, we had a, a Facebook Live Q&A session with David Tanner and, and Neil McCann, which uh, you can see on Sunspot Online if you really want to see what it looks like when an amateur has a go at it. I think it's an eye-opening experience. It shows you it's maybe not as easy as, as some people think. I know you've often questioned David Tanner's anchoring skills. Do you have more respect for him now, having seen him at close quarters? I've always defended David Tanner. I like match really? officials, and we'll come on to this, because I think it's a lot easier to sit and watch than it is actually to do. When you, when you look at somebody like David Tanner, who's got three or four voices in his ear at any given time and he still has to do his job I mean we've got the voices in our head but that's just one so no I'm, I'm full of respect for the, the job that these guys do Slick production at uh, Sky Sports? No more so than it is on this podcast it's a similar, <laughs> similar sort of level of broadcast D- Different budget of course different budget theirs is slightly bigger Kenny but no was it genuinely was it a good insight into, into Sky Sports? I think what was heartening for me was to speak to people on and off the record, like Andy Walker, Ian Crocker, the commentator, David Tanner, Neil McCann, and, and to a man, they're still infectiously enthusiastic about it. The novelty's never worn off. I mean, if one of them had been a bit blasé about it or not fussed, I would have written it. They, they genuinely all do love and appreciate the, the job they're doing, and I think that most of the time does come across. The build-up to this latest derby was, of, of course, typically tasty. Frank McAvenny tipping Celtic could possibly score eight. Andy Walker, another former Celtic hero, you know, bluntly referring to the, the Rangers side as weak, timid, effectively fearful as I've ever been going in against Celtic. So, you know, subsequently, is, was it any surprise that Rangers' performance was so spirited and so determined? I'm not going to be a hypocrite. When I saw the team line and I saw that the Rangers central midfield two were Jason Holt and Heinemann, who I rate both of them individually, but I thought they're going to be overrun. I didn't give them a hope going into the game. So it'd be wrong to say otherwise now. I think full credit to Graham Murty for organising the team the way he did. I would argue they were set up better defensively than they ever were under Mark Warburton, and he's got a fraction of his experience. So no, all credit to, to Rangers. Listen, it makes no difference in the grand scheme of things in the league title race. They didn't win the game. I've heard some Rangers fans saying you can never celebrate a draw against Celtic, but... I think with everything taken into context, I think you give Graham Martin his players some credit. Did you almost get a sense in the Rangers camp, their supporters, that that was almost like a moral victory for them yesterday? Well, certainly the way they, they celebrated after the game, the late goal obviously impacts on that. So, listen, it was a, it was a statement from them. There was maybe a bit of pride restored with the way the, the season's gone. I don't think any of them will be getting carried away, but certainly it was good to see Graham Martin Murty even uh, bow out on a high like that because I, I do think he's conducted himself well yep. maybe the dense park touchline handstand aside 
Yeah, that was a tad embarrassing. And impressive at the same time. No, it was As just someone em- that can't do a backward roll. No, Kenny, it was just embarrassing. I'm not giving him credit for that at all. <laughs> but to be fair to him, I, I think over the piece he has conducted himself very well. I think he's spoken very well, including post-match yesterday. And as you rightly say, it's to his credit that he had Rangers so well set up and motivated yesterday. Um, what I liked about him on, on Friday when we sat down with him for the Sunday papers, he came in. He, he was asked about his family's leanings towards Celtic, and it would have been the easiest thing. Open. It would be the easiest thing for anyone in his position just to to say, "Oh, I'm not touching that," or just laugh it off. He sat for ten, fifteen minutes like a proper man, straight talking, and it was just it was just grown up. It was just the right thing to do. And then when he walked out, he, he thanked us all. He shook us all by the hand, and he says, "Thanks, and thanks for the experiences or this side of things in the last few weeks." And again, everyone thought he was joking. He said, "No, no, I appreciate the position I've been in. I've had fair treatment from the the media, and I'll, I'll take a lot going forward." So, I think he always conducted himself well in the, the limited dealings we had with him as a Scotland player, and he's clearly the same as a coach. I've been at a few of his press conferences at the training ground. I was at Parkhead yesterday for, to, to to witness his post match stuff. Decent guy. I, I know. That can sound patronising, but a genuinely decent guy. But clearly, you know, he he there's a bit of steel about him as well. He's possibly relieved to be stepping away from the hot seat. I don't know if that'd be unfair to say, but you just get the impression he's now maybe happy just to pass it on to Pedro Casina. I think he had no great ambitions. I don't think to to put himself in contention for the the job full time. And you do get coaches that like developing young players. I don't think there's any shame in that. It's certainly not a, a reduced or a less important job. And certainly Rangers will need his expertise in that front going going forward. I mean, they're eight points behind Aberdeen, who are second. Now, Clint Hill made it clear yesterday that he still believes that they can catch Aberdeen. At fair play, you know, that they've obviously taken a lot of confidence from yesterday's 1-1 draw. I mean, but, I mean psychologically, Kenny, what, what do you think that will do for Rangers yesterday to come away from Parkhead relatively unscathed? I think they've had an inferiority complex beaten into them all season. I think a few of them had started to believe it, but I think yesterday proved that on a one-off occasion they, they can lift themselves. Having said that, I don't think you can read too much into yesterday because it's the results against the other teams that they, they really have made a mess of. I think people would have understood if Rangers had been 12 points behind Celtic at this stage, but to be so far off the pace shows that it's week to week they've let themselves down and that's why I don't think they'll catch Aberdeen well you know the cynics will say it's easy to raise your game against uh, you know against Celtic they should be doing that you know but, watching. well you know we saw St Mirren going to Parkhead and, and later being described as the second best team that Celtic have played this season or the best team uh, apologies but then three, three four days later they've got an even more important game against Wraith Rovers and flopped spectacularly so Rangers now have to take this on really don't they they do, and maybe I slaughtered Joe Garner a bit too much because he reminds me of the type of pub team player that I play against on a Sunday morning in Edinburgh. Pub team player, Kenny? Uh, just talking. The way, the way he uses his body as a, a weapon with scant regard for other people's safety, yeah, I see enough of that on a Sunday morning. Tough talking, Kenny. But Tough I don't talking. think Rangers missed someone as unreliable as him in the heat of, of old firm battle. So I think the individuals they had on the park did themselves a lot of credit. I wouldn't often say this, Kenny, but I agree with you. I think in terms of Joe Garner, I... I you know, I appreciate he scored a hat trick against Hamilton Ackies in the Scottish Cup, and credit where it's due. Proper sniffer goals in the penalty box, fair dues. One thing he's not been doing since he cost 1.8 million. However, he's not generally Sunday at rate. But in the context of an old firm game, I felt he would have been a miss for Rangers because he upsets defenders. He can maybe lure others into challenges that then subsequently get cards. 
he could have been effective. You know, I mean, they've got Hamilton Ackies again this weekend in the Premiership, Kenny. Do you, with it being Kashina's proper first game, do you see anything other than the Rangers winning this one? I don't, but purely because I happened to be at Hamilton's game against Hearts on Saturday and, and they were poor. And I saw them, I was also at the game where they took a battering from Aberdeen and somehow emerged with a clean sheet. It was basically Mikey Devlin against an entire Aberdeen team. So I don't hold out much hope for Hamilton, but even that wouldn't say much about much about Rangers. Rangers yesterday, of course, stopped Celtic's relentless winning run in the league. It was 22 successive wins. From an individual's point of view in the Rangers team, who caught your eye? Who impressed you in particular? I don't think pound for pound in the summer anyone would have had Clint Hill down as the best signing when you think about Joey Barton, Nico Cranshaw, Jordan Ross that are coming in, but I watched them from my vantage point of the stadium yesterday. You could see how well he organised that defence and held them together at times. I think off air you made a great point about Danny Wilson he's hardly played and he did a, he did a number on in Dembele so I think between the two of them they could really have been exposed but they came through it with flying colours Kashina was at the game of course flanked by uh, the former Rangers player and, and he's now his agent uh, Pedro Mendes he's unveiled in the blue room at Ibrox today what's your gut feeling on this uh, on this man Kenny I mean because most of us have generally never heard of him it's very easy to form negative perceptions you know like football players sometimes if you've never heard of them you immediately kind of think they can't be up to much do you see him coming in and making an impact? I just think it's nice to have another suave sophisticated cultured continental type like like ourselves Derek there's not (laughs) enough of them in the Scottish game (laughs) listen let's let's make no mistake about it we are the diddies of football in this country we we have a great history we have pockets of potential but we have no right to look at a country like Portugal who've churned out great coaches and turn our nose up at this guy you can pick apart his CV and say there are gaps in it or you can say there's examples of promise so I think we might as well be open minded with this guy you've just branded a nation diddies Kenny that's Kenny.Miller at the hyphen sun.co.uk it's my my nation so I feel I'm okay to to do that (laughs) listen I think with the budget Rangers have they should be second and they'll still be miles off Celtic so personally speaking and maybe it's reckless I think instead of going for the so-called tried and trusted why not go for a wild card and see where it takes you and he is certainly a wild card There are there, there are those out there Kenny who suspect that uh, Pedro Kachina could be Rangers equivalent of Ronnie Dyla Now to be fair Ronnie Dyla did win two leagues in a row Rangers fans would be quite delighted with that but nevertheless there's a lot of scepticism out there that you know you know, he's coming from the fifth best team in Qatar, which isn't he exactly, you know, a wow factor. But should people be more open-minded, give this guy a proper chance to, to, to see how he goes. Like an Ian Cathro almost, in a way. Let's not talk about Ian Cathro. Uh, but I think they should be open-minded. They won't be, because that's the nature of the beast. We all form gut opinions straight away. And it, it's completely irrelevant, but I was impressed with the guy when I saw the video of him bullfighting, when his dad tripped and he threw himself in front of his dad to protect him against the bull. That's character. That is proper that character. That is character. Like, yeah. Listen, in these situations, you're either going to be fight or flight. You don't know what you're going to do until you're in that situation. And he took he, the bull by the horns. He took the bull by the horns, and he's, he's going to have to... Well, maybe that means you'll be able to handle Joe Garner. You'll be able to uh, get a grip of him and... And he's seen a few red flags well, this time. I mean, people often say Garner's a red rag, you know, it's a red rag to a bull, isn't yeah. it? I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, but, uh, but it's going to be fascinating, isn't it? I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people are saying it's an unnecessary gamble going for him. They should have gone for a more established, traditional name as such. But then, from our point of view, this guy's going to be colourful, isn't he? I think he's going to be, to be fair, like, like Ronnie Dyler was, good storylines. It's going to be very interesting. It will be, and I also think it's important. At a club of the Rangers now with with little to spend, it's going to come down to your contacts. 
This guy has got Jose Mourinho on speed dial. It's not necessarily worked for Rangers getting has Man- he? Manchester United. Well, to them. I'm not opposed for a selfie, but I mean, I, I'm feeling a wee bit cynical here. It doesn't necessarily follow that all Portuguese people are tight with Jose Mourinho. Well, it depends who you speak to. Somebody told me they were, they were quite pally. So it's not necessarily worked for Rangers in the past getting. It's a relationship you'd off. encourage if you were Kashina. You would you would quite like people feeling that way. You would hope you'd get better yeah. players than Lee Martin if you remember him or uh, Phil Bardsley at the time. But it's a relationship you should exploit, and I'm open minded about it. It I, wouldn't have been the, the name obviously that jumped out when the process started, but nah, I'll go for it. See what it takes. I've heard it rumoured that you know Rangers through Kashina and as you say his contacts, Highbrooks could be a, a trading post for. Players from Portugal of say you know equivalent a Kamarnock or an Inverness or you know a Dundee, you know they come here they do well possibly get sold on that could be wider the mark but even if it is I suppose if they're decent and they make their mark the Rangers fans aren't going to be bothered with that. Are they? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Where I feel sorry, the one, one of the few areas I feel re- sorry for Rangers in is the, the merchandise deal that they're, they're stuck to for That's crippling seven them, years or so. So all they've got is, is match day income, season ticket income, and that pays the bills. Severely so they have to find a way to sign and sell on players to, to generate funds. It's something Mark Warburton said he would do. hasn't really happened, so... If they are going to turn themselves into a, a, a talent factory, then I think that's what they need to do. I'm, I'm fascinated, most of us, by the, the Kashina appointment, uh, and I you know, wish him well. You know, I, I, I think he's going to be quite, a, I think in terms of the media, he's going to be quite a polished performer. He looks pretty smooth. Hull City bringing Marco Silva a couple of months ago. What an impact he's had, and I'm sure the Rangers fans will settle for Kashina having a similar type of impact, hitting the ground running. Well, and listen, he spent time doing his coaching badges here. From everything you hear and read, he's coming in with his eyes wide open. This is a guy who's reportedly taken a sizable pay cut to come here. It's not out of desperation. So, no, I think there's reasons to be... I don't necessarily think there's reasons to be optimistic, but I think there's reasons to be open-minded. And my information is that he's very much done his homework in Rangers. I think uh, last week I was told that he was pouring over... DVD footage. He was reading everything he could, and you know, one of his first public comments, he references top managers, you know, legends at Ibrox like Walter Smith, Graham Souness, Jock Wallace. So he's been astute enough to make sure he's informed about this club. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll drop those sound bites into his, his first press conference. It's a great way to get people on side early. No, as you said, he looks a polished performer. Kenny, the man in the middle yesterday, Bobby Madden, his first old firm game as a referee, what was your verdict on him? I always stick up for referees because I wouldn't have the guts to do it myself. 
I just think it's an impossible job. From where I was sitting, it was really hard to call that Clint Hill one. It's, it looks a lot easier on the on the TV. Yep, after you, about when, 15 reruns. When you've yep. got 15 reruns, I know you've watched it at least 45 times this morning. <laughs> and I, even heard and I still pun- think it's a penalty. I even heard pundits talking about it yesterday, and they weren't sure, and they were debating it. So what time, what chances a referee got in one-off real-time action? So I do feel sorry from. Listen, I think a lot of it was sensible yesterday. You could argue Kenny Miller could have been punished for a, a reckless two-footed challenge, even though there wasn't much contact. Jason Holt wrapped his legs around somebody at one point so you can pick it apart all in all I didn't think he was too bad obviously Celtic fans are going to disagree with that obviously it wasn't that long ago that Bobby had serious health issues and first and foremost it's good to see him back in the game it's a triumph for himself to get back to that level it's, a, it's absolute credit to him and you know Scottish football should applaud him for what he's come through you know even just getting back to any level at senior football fair play to him but an old fun game certainly is testament to you know what the SFA think of him I like his man management I like the way he went about it our colleague Gareth Law I think knows him well and refers to him as he's not somebody that books willy nilly he'd rather talk to people first and if he really has to then he produces a guard I mean it was a huge decision at that stage and you know almost 60,000 at Parkhead it's a brave man to go against their will if you put the human nature element into it it's one all in a high stakes game you're going to get slaughtered either way but you're going to get more criticism if you award something like that later on so I think it's only human nature if you err on the side of caution in that situation I'm not saying that's right or wrong I'm just saying that's human nature and understandable and you know there's many football fans out there that get angered that uh, Scott Brown in their mind doesn't get you know as many bookings as they feel he should and yet Bobby Madden's booked him yesterday so clearly there was never a chance of Bobby Madden being influenced by over 50,000 Celtic fans and you see that through football don't you Stephen Gerrard got away with a lot John Terry got away with a lot I often think captains get that bit more rope to be to be a bit more mouthy or probably to put in a couple of tackles overall market of 10 for Bobby Madden's performance Kenny I'd give him a solid six. Now, from a Celtic perspective, they'd beaten Rangers three times before that, and you know, okay, in the Celtic camp, there'll be disappointment, they'll held at home, but nevertheless, that's now 35 games unbeaten domestically from day one. Should that alone keep them satisfied? It should. I think it's important not to get drawn into being too critical of Celtic. They maybe had a day where they weren't great. They had a day where four, were four. four or five of their big performers dipped, and for some, maybe that's unforgivable in, a, in an old firm derby. But I think after the season they've had, you can you can cut them a, a bit of slack. Yeah, I mean Dembele, Sinclair for once were were off it. Now, in balancing that, you have to as we've already done, we give Rangers credit. So you know, fair play. Do you see Celtic going unbeaten this season? I've always said previously I, I saw them losing but I, do, I do think there is character in this Celtic team and they, and they keep answering questions so no, no I, I can now I can now see them going un, unbeaten they should they should win the treble you're listening to the William Hill sponsored Sun Sport Football Podcast I'm Derek McGregor I'm joined by Kenny Miller the Scotland boss Kenny Gordon Strachan has this morning named a 30 man squad for the forthcoming friendly against Canada and a few days later, the crucial World Cup qualifier at home to Slovenia. Big squad, as expected, Stuart Armstrong's in it, but also Ryan Fraser and Tom Kearney. Surprised, or were you also expecting him in it? It's good to see Kearney and Fraser in it. They, certainly, they, they came through the ranks, saw them for the 19s, the 21s back in the day. There's been question marks before about whether Kearney was necessarily over-enthusiastic about playing international football, but certainly there's no doubt in his influence for, for Fulham now. Fraser, 
I think the time is right for him. He's had his injury problems in the past, but I think he's been vindicated for taking what I thought was the brave decision, certainly the lucrative one, to go to Bournemouth. Yep. He was slaughtered for that it at, was. The, at the time, and now he can point to his bank balance, he can point to his profile, and... Who's I'm, laughing now? I'm pleased. I'm pleased for him because he's not the only one that's been criticised for that. But he has he has been vindicated. Look at the squad. I'm concerned. There's three left backs. There's not a single right back as far as I can see. Certainly not a natural one. Yep. People like Grant Hanley who just can't get minutes for their, their club side. We've got a lot of a lot of central midfielders. So I suppose it's the usual mixed bag when it comes to a Scotland squad. And centre halves, I think. Of uh, you know of all the positions in the team, centre half now is the serious worry for us it's the same names that are there you know whatever you think of Gordon Strachan as a manager uh, and he's under severe pressure here this could be his last stand you know what can he do or if there was anyone else in that position without you know the options it's one area we don't have options and are you did you thought even Liam Lindsay Partick Thistle might have been called in even just for experience I like Liam Lindsay but I do think it's it's too early too for soon. I don't have I don't have any problem with somebody being called up for the, the experience I always wondered whether Stephen Colker was somebody they might approach again I think Craig Levine tried when he was in the fringe of the England squad and, and that never went anywhere for him but Certainly, the heir apparent, John Souter, he's out with his Achilles injury. So no, there aren't there aren't too many options in that position. Good to see a fit again, Charlie Mulgrew back involved again, Kenny. Good player for Scotland. I know Strachan has liked to use him centre midfield. You know that's that's welcome to see him in again in the squad. And he's a cool head, which I think sometimes is important. Sometimes I think Grant Hanley's got the raw potential to be a, a good centre back if he has someone beside him that is operating him by remote control. So if you've got a Charlie Mulgrew who'll just tell him go and head the ball go and kick it into Rose Ed, then, then that might work. So Mulgrew can be that man with remote control. Returning to club issues, Kenny, Motherwell, currently under the caretaker managership of Stephen Robinson. Heartbreaking, gut-wrenching, however you want to call it, late, late defeat at Aberdeen. Stephen Robinson had major selection issues there and, and, and also had Louis Moult suspended. They'd lost seven in their previous visit. All things considered, did Motherwell still emerge from Saturday having done enough do you think to boost Robinson's chances at a job I think he's obviously very well respected within the club I think Alan Burroughs put out a statement last week saying or pointing to his pro licence credentials his involvement with Northern Ireland in the in the Euros I didn't think it was a coincidence that he, he came back to the club when he when he did so maybe there was a procession plan in mind so no I, I would be surprised if he, if he wasn't given the job Sun Sports reported today our colleague Kenny MacDonald that Motherwell had sounded out Stephen Presley I think Presley has consistently stated he still sees his future in England despite last few jobs being major setbacks for him what's your gut feeling in Motherwell do you do you see them going outside for the new manager or do you think Robinson's in the box seat at the moment I think he's definitely the man in the box seat I think Stephen Presley has to be careful he doesn't price himself out of too many jobs I mean I still see my future with Kirsty Gallagher but the <laughs> phone doesn't ring Derek does Kirsty know this Kenny? Does this count as a nationwide appeal? <laughs> so no, I think Robinson's the man in the in the driving seat. It's his it probably his job to lose. Personally, I would have gone hammering tongs for Jim Duffy. I think he's done an unbelievable job at Morton, and if he had reservations, I'd uh, I would have tried to talk him round. I'd agree. Jim Duffy's a top manager, doing a superb job. The fact he's also a Sunsport columnist and colleague is neither here nor there. Kenny, that's a pure coincidence. No, but I think value he's, for money in the transfer market is the important thing, and he's done that. Top man, doing a great job at Morton. Aberdeen, Kenny. 
eight successive home wins, matching a record of no less than Alex Ferguson in 1986. How much credit does Derek McInnes and these players deserve for that? I've been quite critical of Derek McInnes and his team consistently on the podcast, so happy to give credit where it's due. I think they're listen, they're going great guns just now. I think consistency of selections helped. He seems to have found partnerships all over the pitch that are paying off. And Graham Shinney's been important. Shea Logan has been good the, the times I've seen them in the flesh. So, no, they're, they're coming to the boil nicely at a time when maybe historically they've had a dip. Kenny, as always, thank you for your analysis, opinion, and indeed thank you also for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All the best. Thank you.